What if one word could change everything for you next year? Seriously, today I'm going to talk about what the word of the year is and how it can change everything for you moving forward. So the real question is, how are portrait photographers like us able to run a profitable business and still put our families first without selling digital files for cheap and working all the time? I'm Sarah Petty, your host of the Worth Every Penny Joycast. And I went from a stressed out, overworked mama with three babies to being named one of America's most profitable photographers without working my kids' lives away. Each week, I'll show you how to find and serve boutique portrait photography clients in a world where we compete with free thanks to everyone having a digital camera in their pocket. Take the first step to adding more joy and profit to your life by downloading your free photography business tools at joyofmarketing.com forward slash podcast. The concept is that you pick one word to focus on next year. So instead of doing more, 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 it's about doing fewer things better. This word that you select becomes the filter through which you make decisions, right? This is how you live your life as you make decisions and take action. You ask yourself, is it reinforcing this word that I have chosen? I think so often in our life, we just think more, 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 right? Like that's a cool opportunity and this is a cool opportunity. And then it compounds into overwhelm. And, you know, my gosh, when you're having dinner and you want a piece of cheesecake, if you have five of them, it doesn't end so well. So there is sometimes too much of a good thing. And I think that a lot of us get into that trap of saying yes to all the fun, cool things in our life. And then we're in this overwhelm. And so that's why this exercise is so important because you're really looking at what one thing do I want in my life next year? And if I just focus on that one thing, how will it make my life better? And when you say, oh my gosh, that's what I want more of in my life, that becomes your filter. So I want to share with you the words I've chosen over the past few years and how I've applied them and how they've just changed everything for my life and for my business. The first year I really focused on picking a word of the year was 2020, and my word was simplify. Keep in mind, I chose this word in December of 2019, having no idea that the world would become very simplified when we all got sent home because of a global pandemic. There was no travel schedule to navigate, no plans or social activities, The volleyball season and all of the volleyball games were gone. School was canceled. We had nowhere to go. As you all remember, right, it was a time for us to simplify everything in our life. And we had to do a lot of reevaluation, didn't we, of like, what are we doing in our life? And do we even like the things in our life? And we were struggling to find that new normal. It definitely simplified things for me and it helped me get clarity on what the most important things were for me and build from there. It really helped me so much in my business because I'd made the decision to simplify my business model. So instead of offering all these different classes to photographers, 
I realized that there are many pieces to the puzzle and really for their puzzle to be successful, they really needed all of the pieces. So I made the decision that moving forward, that's what I was going to offer was the pieces to the puzzle, all of the pieces to the puzzle in a coaching program. And that's how I wanted to support all of my students. And so we had our first live event in Dallas, Texas in mid-February, right before the pandemic hit. And I made the offer to these people to join our 12-month coaching program. And there were 53 of them who joined this program. And I think in all of that panic and chaos, we only lost one person who wasn't able to stay on. And I think she made that decision within like one or two weeks of joining. And the rest of them stayed. And you want to know something else? That small group, along with the people who were at that event and got that education, they made collectively $2.9 million that year. In fact, they made more than that, but that's what they qualified for in our awards program that we gave the next year. So a minimum of $2.9 million during a pandemic because I simplified what I was doing and I was helping them simplify what they were doing. So they were getting the success. My company, Joy of Marketing, had the best year ever in my over 20 years of being in business and hit the Inc. 5000 list of fastest growing privately held companies in the United States for the first time, which now we've hit it for three years in a row and we should hit it this year as well. So that'll make four years in a row. And I truly believe that the reason this program succeeded and we've had so much success is because I simplified what I was doing. The next year, I chose the word lead. And look, every December I start making a list of like, what do I want more of in my life? And I make it, make it, make it. And then I narrow it down and I sleep on it. And I I really put out to the universe, right? And I put some prayer into it of like, what do I want to attract in my life? What is that thing? And it always sort of settles out, right? Of what it should be. So that next year as we were growing, my word was lead. Because as my company was growing, I knew that I needed to step into a bigger leadership role. When we had a small team, it was sort of like everybody knew what they needed to do and I didn't have to uh, grow the team. I didn't have to lead all of these photographers who had invested a significant amount of money with me. And so I knew I needed to up my game there and I need to do things that I hadn't done before. And I knew that while it was hard, I realized that I really loved it. I'd been with my mentor for a couple years and I'd watched him navigate some some rough patches and some rough waters and I saw how things were handled and I was like, I can do this. He was a great mentor and I just thought, you know what, this is something I can do. I come from team sports. He came from sports in the sports world as well and so I think when you play sports, I think that's the best thing you get out of it is learning how to work with different personality types to accomplish a, a mutual goal. And I realized that I was loving working with high-level people to make this company run. I have the most amazing team with me, and we've been adding to the team, which is always tricky. My gosh, I think at this point, my shortest-term employee had been like seven or eight years with the company. So we didn't have turnover. We didn't have a lot of new people. We just had our groove. And so having to add people 
and grow new people in the company needed me to step into that leadership role. And as my my coaching program grew, I was having coaches and mentors and leaders in the program and I had to lead them. And so it was it was a growth time for me and that's what I focused on was becoming the best leader that I could become. And like a high performing sports team, they need strong leadership, right? And if I'm expecting them to show up in their lives as leaders, I need to model that for them. And so that was a, a very fun year of growth. And I believe a lot of the, the personal growth I had was because I chose the word lead. The next year, which was 2022, my word was become a lot of new things were coming at me and I was getting some really cool opportunities and we were growing at a really nice rate and I wanted to become the person who could handle all of it. That's really what I wanted to do. I wanted to become the person that could show up in the world as her best self, who could lead a team, who could lead her family and contribute to her family and do hard things. And I knew that I needed to grow my skills and my capacity to do hard things. And so this year specifically was a year where I was heavily investing in myself. And it wasn't just me, it was everyone on my team. And we were finding the best coaches who could help us support our community and our team in the best way possible. And gosh, the most I'd ever invested in the 20 years I'd been in business. And it felt so good to have the support that I wanted and needed to become, which was my word, to become the person I needed to become. We all know that we we sort of get where we get based on the skills and the outlook and the beliefs that we have. And if we want to grow, we need to get someone in our life who can really challenge those beliefs. And so that's when I was investing and really becoming the person that I wanted and needed to become. And it, it feels really good when you can stretch and get uncomfortable and then make that uncomfortable comfortable. Because then you can not just see, but you can feel what it feels like to be able to have an expanded capacity for more. I love the saying, to whom much is given, much is required. And I feel like I've come into this world with so many things not physical things, but just an attitude and a work ethic. And I had amazing parents pouring into me and the friends I have and my my husband, I have no idea how I got there, lucky in that in that category, but I just feel like I have these amazing people and friends and, and children and students, all of these people in my life. And I wanna show up in such a big way for them. And so I wanted to become the person who could be there for them. And so become was a great word for me as I was becoming that next version of myself. Last year, my word was nourish because I'd been going so hard because what happened was I had such a great balance with my kids going to college and playing volleyball. And my son was out in Utah and we'd go out there skiing and we just, we were really living such a fun life. And then when the pandemic hit, I went into serve mode and I just started working so hard again because we didn't have anywhere to go. There were no volleyball games. There were no outings or things with our friends. And so I just went into hardcore serve mode to become that leader that I wanted to be and to make sure everybody was taken care of. And I'd gotten a little out of balance again and not in such a bad way, but I felt like I was the one not taking as good of care of myself as I would have liked 
when you know you're like taking a shower and you're drying off and you look at your legs and they're like crocodiles because you haven't taken time to even put lotion on the body. And uh, I, I love speed. I love doing everything fast. I love being productive. Our family motto, as you may remember, is SOU, sense of urgency. Like we just, if we're going to do it, we want to do it fast and we want to get through the thing and enjoy it and and make it fun. And if it's a slow something, obviously we can, well, I shouldn't say obviously obviously, but (laughs) we can go slow. But for most of the time, the Petty family just goes fast. Like that's just how we roll. And so I had to remind myself like to nourish myself, right? Instead of, you know, looking up at three o'clock and being like, I'm starving and just shoving food in my body that isn't healthy and that I don't really want, but I'm just trying to go fast or using this as a filter to look at, you know, how can I set up systems to support me in this journey of, you know, eating healthy. And I know, you know, better food costs more organic food and and the freshest, most amazing food quality. It just costs more and let that go. That's fine. I don't want to buy food based on what's the cheapest and getting meal prep support and some of the things that really help me nourish my body and my skin and my soul and my spirit and my relationships. And so last year, that was such a great word because I was really looking for ways to nourish myself and those I love. And even though the year moves on, it doesn't mean I don't try to do those things anymore because I want to make those things a habit. And so just even, you know, I'm doing a lot this year with healthcare and looking at optimizing how my body runs. I've been doing some really cool work with a nutritional doctor on just all the things, right? And genetically, what am I predisposed to and what things can I do to really make sure I'm living a long, healthy, happy life? And so Nourish really served me in that way because I don't want to look back down the road and go, oh my gosh, I had such a great career and I have these amazing children and I haven't taken care of myself. So I got to check out early because that is not happening. This girl is sticking around for a long time. So as you can see, like these words aren't just a word that I print out and I put on my wall. Like I live them and I'm not perfect with it, but when I get out of balance in March or in June, it's like, oh, I haven't gone back to the word lately. I need to remind myself of that. And that's pretty cool. So this year, my word came actually pretty easily. I was super inspired by a new consultant that Aaron and I started working with. And Aaron runs the Joy of Marketing with me and has for 15, almost 20 years. And is really my partner in in this whole big adventure. And um, we started working with this consultant last week. And he was telling us this story about one of his really good friends. And they had this little 10-year-old boy who recently lost his fight with a rare type of brain cancer. And, you know, he's telling this story to us and we have tears streaming down our face and just, you know, really imagining what life in that situation would be like. And he said, before this little boy passed, he woke woke up one morning with a big smile on his face and he told his parents that he realized the meaning of life. And of course they were like, what is the meaning of life? Like what came to you? How do you know this? What is it? And he said, the meaning of life is about fun. He said, we're meant to have fun. That's what we're put here for. And we were talking about it the next day. And Aaron said, you know, we're looking for our word of the year because we always help each other find that word. And she said, I think we should make our word fun. And I said, oh my gosh, it should be fun. 
So I want to keep this little boy's sort of spirit alive. And and so did Aaron. And so, you know, we hadn't even met this little boy, but we want to just put that into the world that this, this precious little boy who loved life and loved having fun is influencing us. And maybe some of you are, are needing some fun in your life. But for us, we're both recommitting to fun. And for me, here's what this means. This means that I want to use fun as a filter through which I look at all of the different parts of my life. And I know a lot about my own personality. When I have heavy lifting projects, like I have to write something long or I have to do something that takes a lot of brain cells, I have to have some fun in there somewhere because I just do. I don't know. It's how I'm wired. And so I'm pretty good at breaking up work with some fun, but I think sometimes with mundane things like running errands or doing those monotonous things like making macaroni and cheese for the kids again or whatever. Sometimes I I don't feel like I bring the fun as much as I can. And even the other night running to get my kiddos from college, the airport we use is 90 minutes away. So anywhere we all fly, we have to drive 90 minutes and park. So it's, it's about a two hour adventure and round trip. It's about three and a half to four, depending on, you know, you got to go in and get them or whatever that looks like. But I picked them up and I was like, you know what, let's make this fun. And Andrea here in my studio ordered some elf hats and Catherine and I went down and got the two kids and put on elf hats and ran out when they came off the plane and it was just fun and I don't know, it was just silly. And I'm like, we need more fun in our lives. And so I just want to bring the fun in work meetings and um, more with my husband and the fun things when we go out to dinner. Like, am I really being fun or am I being tired? Am I being exhausted from the day or worried about something in the future, right? I think if all of us look at like, how are we showing up in the world? I know I show up in a lot of really cool ways for a lot of people, but fun is one that I think sometimes I forget to really focus on. And so this year, I really want to bring the fun to all the things that I do from my coaching with my students to my my time with my kiddos, which in this holiday season, we've ordered some really fun projects. We ordered a paint by number for everybody. And we're going to sit around and literally paint by number because we haven't done that since we were little kids. At least I haven't. I think my kids did one a few years ago, but we're going to all do it as a family. Big giant animals that we ordered from Amazon and they can be terrible and it doesn't matter, but it's going to be fun. We're going to do some baking and wrapping of presents and watching movies and sitting by the fire. And we got our holiday cards out really early this year because all of my peak performance coaching students and I ran our cards at the same time to get better pricing. And everybody had them by the end of November. So we all have those sent out. So I've taken so much of that pressure off this last month. And I just really want to show up and be fun, even though it's my word for next year. I'm already starting it early, which is so fun. So my challenge for you, my friend, in this short, sweet little podcast is to first take a bit of time and really think about what you want more of in your life next year, right? Think about it. Make a list, simmer on them, think about them, like figure out what that looks like and and let it come to you of what you really want and then pick that one thing and sort of ask yourself, if I have more of this one thing in my life, will this be my best year ever? And if the answer is yes, that is your word. 
I want you to print that word out. I want you to write it on post-it notes. I want you to splatter it all around your life. Okay. I want you to make it your computer password for all of your logins. Put it on your bathroom mirror. Write it on your hand. Make it the home screen of your computer or your cell phone. Make it that thing that you see every day. And then use it as the filter through which you make decisions. And a year from now, you will be listening to the same podcast about your word of the year for 2025. And you will look at yourself and you will think, oh my gosh, I am such a better version of myself simply because of this one word and the focus I have given it and the way I've incorporated it into every area of my life. So pick your word carefully, my friend, and put all of your emphasis there. And I can't wait to meet the best version of you one year from now. And you know what? I would even love to hear what your word is. So message me on Instagram at sarah.petty. Let me know you heard the podcast and what your word is. I want to cheer for you and support you. And it always inspires me to hear what all of my fellow photographers are using for their word of the year because I might put it in my cooker for next year. All right, my friend, happy holidays and good luck picking your word. Hey, it's Sarah again. Did you enjoy listening to the Worth Every Penny Joycast today? I would love for you to tell me your thoughts. Would you leave a review for this episode? I read every single one of them and I'm always so grateful. Until next time, remember you're worth every penny.